Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good evening, good morning, you know the rest. Welcome to The Long Shot. It's a podcast. I'm one of your hosts, my name is Sean Conroy. Also, as always, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. And uh, I just want to say this publicly because we already said it privately. Happy Father's Day, Amber. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Congratulations on all your work. Thank uh, you. Uh, I I still haven't spoken with my father. In, you haven't? In 11 years. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I have not had time to get in touch with him for Father's Day. I hope I'm able to do that. Uh, because, you know, the time thing always fucks me up. The time thing with the East Coast, it's only three hours. Mm-hmm. Smudgy alert. And he's here. He says hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but the three-hour difference makes it incredibly difficult to speak with people on the East Coast. Is it like every time you think of it, it's a very inopportune time for them? Yeah, it's like they're either commuting at that time or or it's too late, you know? like. Mm-hmm. I'm never ready to talk to somebody at eight o'clock in the morning, which would be like 11 o'clock there. And it's like, it's fine. It's not that it's like, it's two 30 in the afternoon. Oh, I just left work and I'm on way, you know, and I understand that, you know, everybody has a, has a mobile phone, mobile phone at this point. So you can (laughs) call in the middle of that stuff, but I don't know. It's just weird how difficult it is. I never thought that would be an issue. And it's entirely possible that nobody's interested in keeping in touch with me. And that's why it's difficult is because they're like, I'm commuting and I don't have a mobile. So please don't <laughs> get in touch with me. Um, we have a lot to get to today because full disclosure, Amber and I are recording two episodes at the same time. There goes the movie magic. Uh, because I am leaving town for uh, a variety of things that we'll talk about next episode and then the following episode after that but because we're recording two episodes today we decided we would start by just going through some youtube comments that seems to be the way that people are best at getting in touch with us so um and we have a few we have a few uh the first one we got was from Tony Leslie, who says, hello. It's always nice when people start with some kind of greeting. Classic. Yeah. 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 Uh, on topic of the what the old main section of the show was called, because we had discussed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wondered if it'd be interesting if people had stories relating to the old episode topics. The prompt of a general topic as a jumping off point often reminded me of stories from my own life. Don't know how that'd be organized, but it'd be interesting to hear slash read. For the comment section, not, not the show itself. I don't know. I mean, he says here slash read, which mm-hmm. was a which was a fundraising event that Guns N' Roses used to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know that we'll have people on to go like in episode 
4.45, you guys talked about baking, and it reminded me of the time that I made a bunt cake. Um, but if people wanted to share their stories, I think that would be great. I think stories are interesting. Mm. Jeff alert. <laughs> Jeff alert. Smudgy's having a snack in his crate, and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> he was... He's 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 participating in the podcast under protest. Clearly, yes, yes. Uh, no, but I think that that is a thing where you it's it's almost the same thing that happens in conversation sometimes where you hear somebody going, "This is what happened to me the other day," and you want to be like, "This is my experience of that." Was this right? A conversation. <laughs> I I I'm not sure how that works, uh, but uh, I will say this: I don't know. I haven't mentioned this but somehow on facebook i opened up a chat recently in the long shot podcast page you can do that i didn't understand it but apparently you can so there's okay. like an ongoing chat yeah. that people can respond to if they are members of it's not just a comment that people are com like a post that people are. Commenting. I think I don't know this for sure. I think it may happen in real time if you want. Like I think if you go there and start writing, people can uh, respond right away. Again, I'm not sure about that, but that's my understanding of what chat means, and this is specifically called <laughs> a chat. Uh, okay. So two people have respond. Like I just posted like. Let's see how this goes, or some mm -hmm. other like non-committal, indeterminate thing, which is the underlying ethos of this podcast. Uh, and then a couple of people have responded over the past couple of weeks, but I just wanted people to know that that's out there, and if that's a place that people wanted to say, you know, here's my experience with baking. I made a Jello mold into a pile of tin. Um, <laughs> That would doesn't, be great. Doesn't seem like it's related to baking all that much. <laughs> well, they baked the jello mold and it turned it melted. <laughs> it was not intentional, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize that was not for baking. It was just for putting in the fridge. <laughs> Can't bake jello. Um but anyway, I, I and if if other people have suggestions of how we could do that. Uh, I would be interested to hear them because that would be fun to hear what people had to say about stuff. Um, okay, here's one from Rob who says, when will Sean realize that Matt Damon's character from Good Will Hunting was named Will Hunting? Maybe right I, now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when that's going to happen. And I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, we pray every night. I think what I love about Goodwill Hunting is that it works in so many different ways. You mean the title? Correct. It, uh, at least two. Well, you have the example here, which is supposedly, and I don't know if this is true. It's like saying good Amber Kenny or good Sean Connery. Right. But Will Hunting is the character's name. I don't, I'm not aware of that, but I'm, and I, don't have access to IMDb right now, but that's entirely possible. You were locked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was harassing people you with were banned reviews. From IMDb. <laughs> yeah. 
sorry, sir, you're not allowed in here anymore. You keep trying to find out who the DP of <laughs> A Bridge I Too Far was. <laughs> and it's just not in the listings. Um, no, but then also there's the idea of like, I am going to a store that sells used goods and I'm trying mm-hmm. to find something valuable. I am going goodwill hunting. Okay. There's also the idea of, look, lots of people decide they're going to leave things to various members of their family. Some of them are getting revenge on family members. Some of them are just being generous. Who are these generous people leaving things to their family? I'd like to read the document they signed that left these things. I am going goodwill hunting. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's others I haven't. I don't think the last two that you listed have anything to do with the movie, unfortunately. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a while. <laughs> Isn't there a scene where he goes to a store and he's like, I like apples? <laughs> Is this the Goodwill? <laughs> he wants used apples. <laughs> uh, sir, these have been around for a while. And if you buy them, we will unban you from IMDb. <laughs> Um, no, thank then, you, Rob. And there's the the meaning that you haven't said, where it's like looking for goodwill in the world, like not shopping, like a a positive. No, I don't follow. <laughs> you lost me. Um, the next one is from Dreamy Time Films. Our friend Frank out in Hawaii who says, yes, Sean said Aloha Nui Loa correctly. Nice. Aloha Nui Loa means with much love, and Sean could have responded with, oh boy, here we go, Eole Pilikia, which means you're welcome. I'll let you figure out how to say that yourself. Well, I just did, and I think I did pretty well. (laughs) Uh, Ha. Winky face emoji. Just to let you all know, aloha not only means hello and goodbye, but it can also be used to mean love, compassion, and affection. Can it mean goodwill? Probably. (laughs) It means each of the words in goodwill hunting. Like the whole title. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I wrote a script. It's called Eola Pilikia Hunting. Um... The literal meaning of aloha is the presence of breath or the breath of life. It comes from alo, meaning presence, front and face, and ha, meaning breath. When Hawaiians greet each other, they do honi'ihu, or the touching of noses, which is a traditional method of greeting one another that allows both people to exchange breath, which is the supremely important life force in Hawaiian understanding, I mean, I feel like that's true with, you know. Yeah, breath. Everybody breath, understands it, it's, it's It's up there. Top 10 list. You least. don't have that. You got not a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. And also uh, share sense and convey a closeness in relationship. So there is your Hawaiian language lesson of the week. Mahalo nui loha. I love how Frank lists like 11 different Hawaiian phrases for me to. He's try- it's like gotcha. Bungle, yeah. Um, but, you know, the next time I 
see someone Hawaiian, I will know to gently headbutt them in the face. With <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's <laughs> really lovely. Vials though. of cologne. Here's my scent. What's yours? Um, yeah, it is interesting to read Hawaiian. Uh, okay, the next one is from. I think I somehow cut this off by accident. I think it's John Calvillo. Although it only says on Calvillo on my mm. thing. I've been listening since the fourth season. First time interacting. Welcome, John. Wow. Thank you for being involved and for caring enough to send us some. First time interacting in any way. All I have to say is I love this combo. I love the show when Eddie was sometimes on and the Joe shows are hilarious. And I really miss Jamie. But you guys make a great combo and you have hilarious conversations <laughs> sean <laughs> sorry if my grammar is all fucked up all right look your grammar was fine john yeah here's here's the thing I, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day like i guess it was probably in class where i feel like i am teaching people writing and i am a bad person for pointing out mistakes that people make in grammar like people are so the attitude in the world at this point is so like who gives a shit why does anybody care as long as you say it in english or hawaiian depending on where you're from then why do you care whether i say lie or lay correctly why do you care if i you know what i mean like yeah i don't know if that is the thing, though, I think that just a lot of people don't know the correct. Like, I don't think they're saying, like, I don't care about being right. They just don't know the right answer. I guess. I guess I am. Because I think there is a thing of in real life, if you said something and I went, hold on, you got that wrong. Mm. That feels obnoxious to me. Mm hmm. And I think that is where the idea of like, oh, this person's a grammar Nazi comes from, right? Right, right, right. And that's probably something that I have done on more than one occasion. But I also feel like there's an element, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of specific people, but I can't think of who they are, <laughs> which is weird because they are specific people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm misusing the English language. Um, but that people just are like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter what's right and what's wrong. You can say whatever you want. And what ends up happening is that usage gets corrupted by people going, who cares? So then because you remember the way it was supposed to be used, you are the asshole because everybody's now like, no, 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 this hmm. is the way you use this word now. But yeah, language evolves not to be, um, arguing every point you make, but sometimes the meaning and usage of words does change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I think that's actually not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love this podcast. They get into all these dialectical arguments about, the evolution of language and what, you know, <laughs> they used to say spring instead of spring. And now it's just 
Uh, I, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. It just bugs me because I notice everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I bring this up? Because I'm reading people's scripts. I'm literally mm-hmm. looking at stuff that people have written. And it stands out to me when people do stuff like that. And I'm like, do I bring this up and feel like an asshole? Or do I not bring it up and let this person say something incorrectly? Right, right, right. Well, I feel like as a teacher, that is a definite different role than just being the person who does that at a cocktail party in conversation. Like, it's very different. I think as a teacher, you're, you're in a position to... Corrected gift notes. That's I do, what you've been I asked do, to do. I do think, well, I mean, I enjoy going to grammar Nazi cocktail parties. So <laughs> that's Sounds just all about trying to burn people. You nightmarish. <laughs> but I, I was trying to think of a good example. And this is a thing that people write all the time mm. in scripts that irks me. And no one can understand why it bothers me. Okay. And I think it's grammar. Amber walks in the room and looks to see that the TV is on. The way I'm saying that Uh me indicates that the reason you are looking is to see that the TV is on, that it is an intentional act on your part that you are trying to see, to make sure. Right. That right, the right, TV right. is on. The whole activity is about seeing TV. that the TV. What yeah. people mean when they write Amber walks in the room and, and looks sees to see that, that the, the correct. Sees, yeah. That's the way to say it. Amber walks in and sees that the TV is on. Mm-hmm. But no one writes it like that. And I just don't Yeah, it's I know I weird. sound insane right now, but it <laughs> comes up over and over and over. And I'm like, what is wrong with people? It's weird because it's it's a complicated is it is it because they're writing in the way that they think that writing sounds? Because it's not how we think or talk. No, it's not. And I don't understand it. I don't know what the answer to that is, but it is so common. And then when I say, like, you got it right away, mm-hmm. but when I try to explain to people, like, that doesn't, it doesn't compute. They're like, no, 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 she looks to see the TV is on. And I'm like, no. <laughs> what you're saying is she sees that the TV. He looks Oh, is the TV on? Yes, it is. She looks to see that the TV is on. Or does she go, I'm going into this. Oh, the TV is on. Somebody left the TV on. Mm. You know? Like I said, I know I sound insane. No, you don't sound insane. I Could I say one other thing about grammar stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be really good at it. <laughs> like, I would roll my I eyes. I believe you mean to say I used to be really <laughs> well at it. <laughs> um. But, like, I would roll my eyes if people used the wrong there or the wrong two. Um, and I don't know if it's age, if it's, like, my brain is flabby, or if it truly it's – I have brain damage from COVID. But, like, I find myself making those mistakes that used to be so irksome to me. Like, I don't know if we're all just so dependent on, like, autocorrect and mm-hmm. yeah but like i'll send an email and immediately be like oh my god what is wrong right. with me <laughs> so i don't know i don't know what that's about it was so great to meet you our kids <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> um 
yeah. Anyway, I, 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 I have nothing else to say about that. But John, you did fine. Your grammar's not all fucked up. And even if it was, who gives a shit? Fuck that grammar up. Who cares? No one. I think that he. I don't think he was coming for you with that. I think he was expressing. Oh, everybody is coming for me at all. <laughs> he was expressing his um, lack of confidence in what he just wrote and w- wanted to be respectful. I don't think he was saying like, "You piece of shit, you're gonna like correct <laughs> me." <laughs> so your interpretation is that he was like. Sean, sorry if my grammar's all fucked up. And yes. my interpretation is like, Sean, sorry if my grammar's all fucked up. Yes. We, we see the world differently. We see our place in it differently. Uh, okay, here's the next one. This is from Green Apple Cat. And it says, when listening to Sean read How to Fold Soup's comment. Now, I, I'm sure this is a comment was, about a comment about a comment. Well, I'm sure it was how to fold soup's comment, not how to fold soup two's comment, because there's <laughs> there's how to fold soup and how to fold soup, and it's the same person. I was sure he'd read it out the I, oh, I was sure he'd read it out the week before and was surprised Amber didn't pick him up on it. Then I realized it was familiar because I'd read the comment already here in the YouTube comments. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, it reminded me of Sean's In the Elevator with Henry Winkler story, (laughs) which he told three weeks in a row, the third week on purpose. Just wondering if Sean could possibly recount the tale again for new (laughs) listeners and old. You absolutely should. That's Uh, really funny where you're like, you've told this story. Like, oh, no, wait. Um, Right. That's such a familiar. I mean, even when I was going back today and trying to grab comments from the YouTube channel, I was like, which ones have we done? Which ones have we not done? Because I get them forwarded into my email. So I have mm. seen all of them, but I can't remember which ones we've actually you talked like about on mark the show. those emails. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Um, it's really high. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that. Oh, have you also had someone tell you a story that you're like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> like, it's kind of like that a lot. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was really upset about how people don't care about grammar anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then he started speaking Hawaiian. It was crazy. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Have you seen Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> or maybe um, it's more about the actual hunting, like hunters and guns and animals. Oh, oh, like some people go out uh, uh, unfriendly hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Frank, we're friends. I like you. Let's go kill some lions. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. So, so that was, uh, that was years ago. That was when I was on children's hospital or I wasn't on it. I mean, I was on it a couple of times, but I think I was working on writing stuff for children's hospital and just shared an elevator with Henry Winkler, who was such an icon. I mean, still such an icon, but he was such an icon of my childhood. I was never allowed to watch TV during the weeknights. <laughs> All of a sudden, it seems like I'm not 
a native English speaker. I was never allowed to watch <laughs> you TV. You looked to see the TV was on. <laughs> I looked to see the TV was not on, and I was never allowed to watch the TV during the weeknights. Um, but, you know, Happy Days was on when I was a kid, and that was the show that everybody talked about when they mm-hmm. came into school the next day. And in my in my memory, and I could be wrong about this, and somebody please absolutely should look this up and check me on this. Come for me. Say, yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, I'm going to say that Happy Days was on on Tuesday nights in like 1978, 79. And the next day you'd go into school and people Wednesday. would be like. Wednesday. I know this one. Wednesday. The, the next day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The next day, which, by the way, was Wednesday. You'd you look to see that it was Wednesday. <laughs> uh, but everybody would be like, oh, that was an amazing episode of Happy Days last night. It was so funny when Fonzie did this and Chachi did this and, you know, Ralph Mouth did this and uh, Potsy did this. and It's a 30-minute show. How many things could have happened? People did a lot of things. <laughs> That's how you pitch a sitcom, by the way. You go, oh, we have this person, this person, and this person. <laughs> they each do something. What do you think? <laughs> I like it. Let's but I would, always, I would always lie. and like, I was oh, the kid I... who was like, yeah, yeah, that was really funny. I loved that part. That was oh, great. I know that you feeling know? so bad. It's, or yeah. like, yeah, I've heard that, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I just wanted to fit in. Uh, I liked his uh, leather jacket, like how he wore leather. It was so cool when he was like, hey, <laughs> and then he combed his hair. Um, I really did. Like, and like, I look back at that and that's like a theme of my life. And I look back at that and I'm like, I wish I had been smart enough at that age to go. Yeah, I'm fucking weird. Who cares? That's mm. the way it is. And that's it's, not a bad thing. You it's know? tough at that age, though, because all you want to do is be exactly like everybody else. And yeah. And I probably said this before, but I did. So that was like fifth and sixth grade for me. Mm-hmm. And this is so crazy. But I was like taking a ceramics class or something. And I took a mug. No, no, no. And I painted on it the Sean's with a Z at the end. Oh, okay. So oh, like, like a fawn? Yes. That's cool. That was my <laughs> that was my coffee mug and with a little bit of whiskey in it in fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> and this was a show that you did not watch. Didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, I was at I was at the set for Children's Hospital and I got on the elevator and Henry Winkler got on the elevator with me and I, and I just thought it was so fucking cool that there was Henry Winkler. And I told that story on the podcast. I, this was back in the days when we always had like two other people and a guest on the show. Mm -hmm. And I always had 90 different things going on in my head all the time. So I was, now now you got nothing. Now (laughs) I'm barely functional at this point. Um, but we we do it mostly asleep. Right. But it was just more tricky to keep the show yeah. moving and who's next and do we talk to this person or whatever and I was well, always I like we'd always do that whole first part and there'd be someone sitting in your living room and I was always so aware of that and like mm-hmm. self-conscious but trying not to be. Yeah. 
Right. That 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 Todd Glass would be over in the corner going, "When do I get on?" Uh, <laughs> and we're like, and then I met Henry Winkler again. <laughs> but but so I mentioned it on the show, but I was not even cognizant of saying it. It was like uh-huh. in the middle of five other things. So then the next week I was talking and I mentioned it again. And nobody picked up on it till after the show was over. And I forget who. I think it was maybe Jamie was like, I think you told that story about Henry Winkler last week. <laughs> and so, but it wasn't just the following week. I think. I, you I did know, it like for a, a lot. Like it became like week an after week after week. Us. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think there were some people who were like, oh, God, he is He's losing, losing his mind. Well, because you would figure out ways to shoehorn it in. Like, that was, became the game <laughs> of, like, how you can relate whatever we're talking to. Like, Right, right. Oh, you were, and, at a, you were at a building? Oh, that's cool. Some buildings have elevators. <laughs> hey, by the way. Uh, you were at a building. Why did he see at a building? He should have said by a building. He looked to see a building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aloha Nui Loa. Um, <laughs> I rub noses with the building. Anyway, that was the story. And and there you go, uh, Henry Winkler. And, you know, Henry Winkler did Children's Hospital, and now he was fucking amazing on Barry. Like, so good. What a, what a career, that guy. I don't know if we ever talked about the finale of Barry, but it was good. I that it. show kind of, <laughs> kind of blew my mind. Like, it was... Here's... There were so many things I loved about it, but the thing I loved the most, well, no, there's so many things I loved about it. One of the things I loved the most was that it was not called Goodwill. I thought, I thought we were going to start a loop where you're just going to keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things I love, but one, I lo- you know what I really, hmm, I a love. There's a lot that I love. Hmm, I'm just listing. Yeah. Oh, no. I love that too. Um the 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 cinematography, which is a weird thing to say about a TV show, but he was so conscious, or I don't know who, I, I assume it was Bill Hader who had, you know, his his fingerprints all over everything on the show, but there may have been other people involved in the decision making or in the setting up of this stuff. But just the shots that they chose to show things were so amazing all the time in ways that, as a director myself. I would not necessarily be like, oh, this is a good way to show this. You know? Right. It, it, it's like, like unexpected. There was a weird, there was a one, there was one thing where I think it was the district attorney is talking to Barry's, or sorry, uh, uh, I think it was Henry Winkler and his agent or whoever that guy is. And the two shot, which is like, you know, ordinarily you would frame straight on and there's these two guys sitting in the chairs and then you see the DA across from them and they shot it like from this guy's shoulder and you could see mm-hmm. like his shoulder in the foreground and then Henry Winkler sitting in the background and it was just a really interesting anyway, I don't have to go on and on about it. People have seen it. Who cares? <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> hey, let's go Goodwill hunting. <laughs> um, but anyway, I love in the finale. Here's here's the last thing I'll say about the finale. The thing that made me laugh the most in the whole finale, mm-hmm. and it's it's grim, but I found it hilarious. Was after everybody gets killed in the in the lobby, 
one guy gets up and throws a grenade and then dies and then a bunch more people get blown up and it was such a long sequence and it was so at the end of everything that he did that that i just thought it was amazing <laughs> um okay here is another email from Cassine c who is a person who just caught up with oh just got up to date yeah yeah the baker um the conversation about Vanderpump Rules reminds me of the time you guys destroyed La Brea. <laughs> I never watched it, but I felt like I did just from listening, and I couldn't stop crying, laughing at everything that was said. I love that you guys nitpicked the time frames and questioned the existence of every animal. I'm on an old episode where Lo Chopo went to Movie Colony Hotel in Palm Springs. <laughs> Just curious, will we still get the 20% off if we mention the Longshot podcast? If that still works, that's insane because that was probably 10 years ago. It definitely doesn't. That was when my friend John Michael worked there and he doesn't even live in Palm Springs anymore. So there you go. That's too bad. I actually had reservations on the train to <laughs> the Movie Colony Hotel for the next uh, couple of days. But that was a that was a that was a weird. I mean, it was fun, was, but it was weird. It, yeah, because we went to Palm Springs at like the height of the it summer. Was, yeah, I think it was like July. It was basically the sun temperatures. Mm-hmm. It, was we it was crazy. It was crazy. I just remember driving because I I'm trying to remember who I drove with, maybe with Eddie or something. And we got to like an hour away from Palm Springs and we were like, let's get Starbucks. And we stepped out of the car and it was like walking into <laughs> very hot, you know, what a beautiful picture you painted with your words. It was um, so hot. Yeah. I think that's the same trip. Jeff still brings it up. Cause I'm a fan of the show Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and um, always around 4th of July, there's a Twilight Zone marathon and I was in the pool, like pooling it up and he came out and he was like, Twilight Zone's on. And I was like, I'll catch it another time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very sweet. It's been on for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Something's happening, and then there's a twist, okay? <laughs> it's not what you expect. Yeah. Oh, they're all monkeys instead of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was the thing. We stayed at or, or we stayed at the hotel, but we went to John Michael's house at one point because he had yes. a pool there. Yes. And, first of all, we recorded in a hotel room, and because it was so hot outside, we turned the AC up so <laughs> high that – People had icicles coming off their noses. <laughs> and I think, I can, again, I can't remember. I, I always mix up Jamie and Eddie. I don't know either. I don't they're know very similar. Neither of them looks like anymore. But one of them was on the couch, just like <laughs> in a blanket the entire time. And still freezing. But then we went to John Michael's house to go in the pool. And I was like, I am not going outside once I'm in the air conditioning. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. Hung out in the AC. Reading ship novels, I believe. I think that's probably true. Although I did not, I was not aware, thanks for nothing, Jeff, I was not aware <laughs> that the Twilight Zone was on. <laughs> because if I had known that, I would have watched. It did, one of my favorite episodes is the one where it's like, it's not a ship novel. It's a thriller about a bank heist. <laughs> it all takes place on land. The, they were on land the whole time. 
I, um, go ahead. That just reminds me, and I probably have told this story on the show, but I was obsessed with this book when I was in elementary school, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was about, like, a young girl crossing the Atlantic on a ship and, like, eating hardtack and, and, like, all of that, and I really identified and, and was immersed, so much so that maybe a couple years later at school, somebody's like, has anyone ever been on a boat? And I raised my hand and I was like, yes. And I started telling her story. The- yes. And then I was like, wait a minute. I've absolutely <laughs> been on a boat. I boarded in Dover and we set sail for Northern Maryland. All we had was hard tack and some crumbly biscuits. By day 42, I had scurvy and my teeth yeah. were falling out. I could barely lift my arms. (laughs) Then suddenly we sighted a couple of seagulls in the distance, and we knew that land was not far away. (laughs) I guess that's kind of like, uh, yeah, that that was me. Like, (laughs) but yeah, brains are weird. They, they. God. Well, I just remember when I rode a motorcycle and jumped (laughs) over a shark on the motorcycle. Crazy. You loved one. So did you, once you had access to reruns or were able to watch TV, did never, you like never. binge Happy Days? Like, like, oh, that's was, what they meant. That's what they meant. Oh, I get that joke now. There was a big, there was a big sequence on that show that was about, well, these are the two things I remember. Pinky Tuscadero was like uh-huh. a female version of the Fonz. And everybody was like, oh, Pinky Tuscadero was on the show last night. It was really funny. She was funny. She had a leather jacket like the Fonz, but it says Tuscadero on the back. Like, that kind of shit. And they just I, were saying facts about her costume. She wore, black, she wore black leggings, and she had some boots on. Did you guys see that last night? Yeah. She was wearing a bracelet and a couple of rings. No one at your school actually watched the show. We're just I thought I never fit in, and I, I you fit guys in the whole time. You all were doing the same thing. The whole time he was fitting in, and that was a famous Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, I loved how she was wearing pants. Hey, remember when she walked through the door and then closed it behind herself? It was amazing. So funny. And then Fonz was there. The Fonz. The Fonz or Fonz? Fonzie. She looked to see the Fonz. <laughs> but anyway, so Pinky Tuscadero was a big thing, and then the Malachi Crunch was another thing, and I okay. feel like that had to do with, and this could totally be something I'm just imagining in my head. It it had to do with like some kind of like smash up derby where the Malachi brothers would crush somebody else's car by backing oh, wow. into it from both sides. But I have n- I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. That's just in my imagination. That's what that was. So, no, I never watched. Wow. But it is funny in retrospect that television was such a thing that was verboten in my house mm. growing up, by which I mean uh, we, for, we weren't allowed to watch it. And that's what I ended up doing more than anything. Mm. What does it mean? So what would you guys do? <clears throat> You didn't watch TV. Uh, a little books, thing called games. homework. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Read books, play games, weep in our own <laughs> rooms. 
we didn't have our own rooms. I would weep next to my brother and keep like keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we you know we would do the things that kids do. We had a <laughs> it's so funny in retrospect, like the big toy we had in the basement, the thing that we got to play with all the time, wooden blocks. Okay, you have too many blocks in your childhood. <laughs> uh, I lived on the wrong block. I played with blocks. <laughs> well, wasn't your kindergarten or first grade journal just like blocks, math, blocks? <laughs> like, no, clay. That was clay. Oh, clay. I thought there was blocks. Yeah, no, no, it was clay. <laughs> Uh, no, we had wooden blocks and you could build little buildings out yeah. of them and, you know, but now it's like, I have Legos that I can turn into the Millennium Falcon. Like mm. none of that shit. Um, all right. The next one is from, oh, I, oh, this is from Phil up in Canada. He says, as we say in Canada, aloha, nui, lo, no, <clears throat> Not that. <laughs> Phil says, oh, there's a lot of opportunities if you know when to take them. You know, there's a lot of opportunities. If there aren't, you can make them. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I thought maybe you would recognize it. It's clearly a theme song of some sort. It sounds like Guys and Dolls or something. But you know Guys and Dolls really well, so... And you didn't recognize it, so I guess it is not. It would sound like Guys and Dolls if it was more like Luck Be a Lady Tonight. That would mm -hmm. sound like Guys and Dolls, but it doesn't say that. It says there's a lot of opportunities. And by the way, it shouldn't say, oh, there's a lot of opportunities. It should say, oh, there are a lot of opportunities. Not is. Because it's plural. <clears throat> but Phil, can you tell us what that's from? I'm sure, like, I don't know. We must have said the name of some show or something, and this is the theme song from it, but I don't I don't know what it is, and I don't recognize it. Um, Jamie Kaplan says, I was thinking it could be fun to start some conversations in here that have absolutely nothing to do with the episode posted or even the podcast in general. <laughs> We're starting oh, great a, social, idea. a social media platform. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. What's going on with the Department of Justice? <laughs> but then here's, here's what he says. What's everyone's favorite cooking vessel? Mine is definitely my carbon steel wok. Mm. So he's trying to get a conversation mm -hmm. in the comment the section Did of anyone our show. No, I don't think so. About Damn. what is the what is everybody's favorite cooking vessel? Um, mine was the Titanic, and then that sank. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what is your favorite cooking vessel, Amber? I don't know, like a pot. There's something you use over and over. Get like yeah. one particular one. Yeah, there's one. It's just a small, like, sauce pot, I guess. I heat up a lot of soup in that, or I make my oatmeal. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's not, um, I don't know. There's nothing very, there's no razzmatazz to it. I just use it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What about I, 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 I have a, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a skillet or a fly, frying, flying pan, frying pan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, nonstick, and I use that for many, many things. I cook in that. Uh, and I do, I will say it does have 11 friendship bracelets on the handle. So it does have a little bit of razzmatazz and then there's a tassel. <laughs> 11 is too many. There's a tassel <laughs> attached to the other end. Did it go to the Eras tour? What Trade. is that? That's the Taylor Swift oh. uh, concert tour. People go and they trade friendship bracelets. Got it. Got it. So they're they're doing like a Disney thing. Because isn't that a Disney thing too? That you get pins and you... It's not official. It just like people at home make friendship bracelets mm-hmm. that say different Taylor Swift-isms. Mm-hmm. And then they give them to people and then they get other ones. So it says like, my name is Taylor Swift or... <laughs> Uh, Taylor Swift is sort of a sentence like Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yes. Here, hold that. I'll show you. I need these pants by Friday. Take them to Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, oh, are you bringing one up? Yeah. Well, like. Let me, let me they're, share screen here. They're you? selling this. So it's not the best example because I think most of it is like a homemade situation, but. <clears throat> this is what it looks like if my computer will load. Okay, here we go. Like these are all. Are you able to share with me? Yes, I think so. So these are all um, different Taylor Swift albums. Taylor Swift. That makes sense. Fearless. Okay, I get it. Speak now. Great. Red, I know, didn't she reissue Red, like redo the whole album mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah, Taylor's version. 1989 came out in 1994. Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, Midnights. So I, I feel like there's a theme here. Uh, her I album. mean, those are the name of her albums. Okay, let's hear the theme. English words. Oh, yeah. And some and, numbers. And numbers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> numbers that could be translated into words i suppose that is correct mm-hmm. um yeah i'm not i w- i only brought that up because when you said 11 friendship bracelets on your skillet i You're was like picturing... let me find a picture of 11 friendship well bracelets. i was picturing that exact look like beads yeah. and handmade yeah they're not i i i have um they're not Taylor Swift mm. album they're ha- titles. They're Harry Styles. They're, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> they're Harry Styles album titles, but three of them are the same because he only has eight albums. So he, he only has really three albums. Well, I'm talking about the ones, the the other one the, direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I count those. Uh so anyway. Let's hear what everybody's favorite cooking vessel is. <laughs> we might change this to a cooking vessel podcast. Hmm. We'll see. Um, okay. Here is from a Fred O'Google who has written to us before who says, Aloha, Amber and Sean. A lot of, lot of yeah. uh, Hawaiian phrases this, this time. My great appreciation for you continues. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. More smudgy, please. Also, Happy anniversary, Sean. Aloha, Nui Loa. I don't know what anniversary I'm celebrating. Oh, 
My marriage to my wife. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not sure what anniversary that is. You must have talked about it on the episode he's commenting on, yes, like the uh, anniversary of Henry Winkler getting on the elevator with me. Yeah, um, Smudgy did make a slight appearance earlier in the right. show, so I'm we're given the people time, what they want. we're going to roll out more and more Smudgy till this whole mm-hmm. podcast is just it's mostly it's, and explaining cooking his cooking vessels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he is sleeping right next to me currently. Oh, he opened his eyes at that. He didn't care for that, but, um, he's here, he's with us and he loves you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. This is from the, um, the most recent episode, which was, we finally got poo poo head. Oh yeah. And Jamie Kaplan again has abandoned the idea of cooking vessels at this point. Tried Uh, it for one episode. Well, it didn't. You, you you throw no things against the wall and yeah. whatever sticks sticks. I mean, we're trying. We're trying to get people to pick up on it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, Jamie says, I was sure this title was going to refer to the charges against Trump. We finally got poo-poo head. I was sure this title was going to refer to the charges against Trump. Um, well, James, who said we finally, who, who said poo-poo head, <laughs> Was not talking about Trump. Well, he, my understanding. No, I, I said we finally got Poo Poo Head because Poo Poo Head was right. in all of the trailers. We finally right. saw James say Poo Poo Head. So, so it's not, it's not. It's me connected. quoting him. It's, right. it's, yeah. <laughs> not connected to Trump. But in other news, and I don't know if you're aware of this, James will be Trump's Secretary of Education <laughs> if Trump gets it. elected president. I it. Um, my friend Barbara was like, hey, we're any interest? A bunch of us on Tuesday are going to go see James DJ at Sir. And I was like, I can't. I had something else to do. But then it turns out she couldn't even get in. There was people who flew out for it. There's like lines around the block. So he's doing really well. That poo-poo head did him right. I hope that when he told people about his gig DJing, at uh sir sexy unique restaurant i always forget that uh (laughs) it's so dumb it's like it's crazy dumb it sounds like a joke that he actually ended up throwing a drink in schwartz's face (laughs) like schwartz was like oh is that like rachella and that was my that was probably my favorite incident in everything we watched was James throwing a drink in Schwartz's face mm-hmm. and everybody going, Oh, this is bad. This is bad. I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to stay uh-huh. here. And then they all the went to the same bar. All of them <laughs> sitting together in a bar. It was like, yeah, you got to get the fuck away from people in that moment. Um, but here, here's the other thing. And this reminds me of, of another Schwartz thing. And I can't believe we're still talking about this shit, but the record, the person that I, the person that I, yeah, person that I watched this stuff with sent me a, a a clip. So now there's a show called I forget what it was called. It's like Mission to Mars or something like. Oh that. yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and it's a um, bunch of celebrities learning and Natasha, how to. Natasha. Yes. Yeah. So you know the clip I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. It's a good one. <laughs> so. <laughs> It seems Schwartz, like a joke, but I think it's real. 
Yeah, Schwartz is talking to Natasha, and I don't Natasha remember Legero. Natasha Legero. Did we Former ever have guest. her? Did we yes. ever? Have, she okay. Yes. I was assuming that we did, but I couldn't remember. Um, so Natasha, friend of the podcast, and just a really funny comic, and so funny. I love Natasha, but so she's talking to him, and I don't know how they got into it. Like there was one that was a short version, and then there was uh-huh. a longer version that kind of gave the whole. But apparently, they were talking about. Schwartz getting a divorce and somehow Natasha trying to be like empathetic kind was like, well, I think the pandemic was really hard on a lot of people's relationships. And Schwartz was like, well, I actually think that the pandemic was really good good for our marriage. Yeah. It was good for our marriage. And Natasha just goes, you got divorced. divorced. It was so funny, and she did it so deadpan. It was <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I mean, the guy is just a dope. Um, so anyway, Poo had nothing to do with Trump, but again, James Kennedy will be in the <laughs> Trump administration's cabinet. Maybe Secretary of Labor? Ooh. Or he'll just be in the he'll be in the conference room DJing in the back. Yeah. Um, okay here's the last one this is from our old friend Felipe who says in retrospect it's really crazy that hair was brought up so much during this episode the the play or the concept or both I guess probably well it's all hair is all in caps in the sentence Uh. so I'm assuming he's talking about that. We must have talked about the musical. We did because I saw a musical <laughs> and remember their calendar was they did hair then they oh, did right. cabaret and they're doing hair again. <laughs> they love hair. <laughs> hair is amazing. I mean, let the, sh- let the sun shine in, you know, um, that's one of the friendship bracelets I have is let the sun mm, shine. That's nice. Well, your, your skillet has it. You don't have it. No, no, no. I'm talking about my friendship. Bracelet. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my skillet would never wear a friendship bracelet like that because it's on the stove. There's no oh, sun right. in the kitchen. Well, and also they probably are a little threatened by the sun, honestly, <laughs> as a heating source. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't want to be cooked on the sun because they'll melt. Like They'll melt the way a jello mold does when you bake it. Um. Well, that's that's the end of your comments, and I think that's all we have for this particular episode. Um, please let us know in the comments what your favorite cooking vessel is, <laughs> how many times you've seen Henry Winkler in real life. If Happy Days came out on Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, right. Did Happy Days come out on Tuesdays? And uh, we will see you next time on The Long Shot. Bye. But if I can't stop this restlessness, I can't stop the rest of this. I'll take my longing to the shore, and I'm going back westward, so I can counter sequester myself from yourself and yourself from the storm. The streets are more quiet than they were when I left them. I won't start a riot. But I guess I've got a couple of questions Like where the hell are you? And what am I to do?
and my bridges have been burned. Quit your bad habit You started sleeping with the door closed And the curtains drawn tight And an absence of light And the feeling something bad's gonna happen So my shoulders pulled through Just in time To find four hands in the air but none of them were mine So I'm going back out there Yeah, I'm going back out there In spite of you But I need you back sometime Yeah, I need you back sometime But any old time won't do